Welcome to issue 96 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, the various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, and joining me tonight is Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Hello, sir. How you doing? How are you? I'm fantastic. Good. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. How you been this past week? Oh, pretty good. I mean, it's been a long time since we've chatted. Yeah, I wonder how Mike celebrated his birthday. Me too. Me too. Hopefully with apple crisp and vanilla ice cream. And bananas. And bananas. Speaking of, Mike. <laughs> bananas. How's it going? It's going all right. So I have a I have a question for you guys. Uh, I know it's not in the notes. Oh God! But this is on my mind tonight. Okay. Do you have any siblings, and how is your relationship with them? Oh. I, I didn't get along with my brother until I moved out. Okay. My sister, we were close. How about you, Daniel? I I have two older brothers that are they're much older, eleven and seven years older than me. Um, when I was very young, I was unpleasant, and they returned it in kind. Um, but since I was 17 or 18, we have all three been very close. Okay. I'm, I'm I, curious why you asked this, Steve. Well, I asked because tonight's issue, we're going to take a look at our favorite galactic sisters with Nebula's nemesis. Set. Nebula! Oh, you know, I'm so glad we're going back to Nebula because we went like two or three weeks without her. Without her, right. I was starting to miss I, her. Yeah. And uh, since nobody asked, I'm an only child, so I don't have any sibling <laughs> rivalries. Do you have any siblings? No, I'm an only child. Steve, uh, I'm sorry. I, I was just about to ask when you mm -hmm. said that. Mm -hmm. My mm -hmm. feelings are hurt. <laughs> I now have a complex about it. So, Well, it is generally Mike's job to be the nice guy. So it's it's his mistake. Mm, his mistake. Yeah. Well, he's old oh, now, so you know, his mind's going. Yeah. <laughs> Doddering fool. <laughs> For all you listeners, I still haven't celebrated my birthday because we record that early. <laughs> Don't I'm ruin so the magic. Young and youthful, oh. and my body's still functioning. And, and folks, that's how the sausage is made. And I, and I don't make old man noises when I get out of the chair, not for another week. Shh, quiet, hon. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, he does. <laughs> I've been making those noises for 20 years. So, I didn't even know you could actually rise up from a chair without making a noise. Yeah, it's not possible. Now you have to make those muscles. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> Mike, Mike, what are we doing tonight? Oh. I mean, Steve, oh. said what we're, Steve said what we're doing, but I want to know what we're doing. Because in the show notes, it just says, origin story, Mike, bananas. And I, I love this <laughs> recording time. I, I purposely set things up so that we'd all have a little bit more fun for this one. Oh, we are doing an origin story for Gamora. Oh. Wait, wait. I thought this was Nebula's nemesis. I thought we were supposed to talk about Nebula. It is. It's this thing. Nebula's got Gamora and her set, and Gamora's got Nebula in her set. So we talked about Gamora, we talked about Nebula, and we talked about Nebula, we talked about Gamora. So I have a prediction. Right. Okay. That ne Nebula's Nemesis set is going to actually hurt her, whereas 
Gamora's nemesis, nemesis, that's a good word, nemesis set did not hurt her. Right. Uh, yeah. Symbolic of their relationship. Am I am I right without spoiling too much? Well, probably. We all okay. know who the good one is. I sure yeah. hope that's the case. Jeez. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Gamora. Gamora first appeared in what year do you think? How early? In the 70s. Uh, in the 70s. In the 70s. It was 1975 in Strange Tales number 180, soon to be followed by the Warlock series, which was published between 1972 and 1976. So she was obviously at the tail end of that. Steve. Yes. You talked about Gamora a while back. You talked about her origins. Did you not? I did. A little did bit. I? It, was, it was a modern rendition, right? She yes. Is a, a Zen Huberis. Yes, we discussed base pirates, maybe? No. He was, no. Uh, it was Nebula something or other. Oh, yeah, it was our Nebula. No. Well, you mentioned a story. You're right, right. I did, though. <laughs> I'm going to edit all that. I'm editing, editing all that baloney. <laughs> Why? Oh, it's great. So you told us how. That's Mike proving he's still younger than us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told us how she was adopted and trained by Thanos after her people were destroyed by he is old. The Badoon. The Badoon. The Badoon. The Badoon Headhunter set. That's when we talked about it. That's what it was. Yeah, I remember. So she goes to that planet to destroy the last one. Okay. But Steve, that was now. And this was then. Okay. They they redid her story just a little bit. So we're going back to 1975. Simmer down. Gamora is still a Zen Huberis. Don't worry about that. She's still green. Okay. A lot of similarities, right? Her, her people were slaughtered. Thanos takes her in. But this time, it wasn't the Badoon. It was the Universal Church of Truth. Okay. The the true believers, the the all the Almighty. No. Yeah, yeah. With the the I believe and the belief batteries and Mantis yep. is involved in that somehow, and, and, and the what? leader being very very attractive man known as Jesus. The Magus. Oh, oh, I'm. Are you guys making stuff up? Uh, no, no. I'm making stuff up. Okay. I feel like this is a joke I'm not in on. If you were paying attention instead of opening that bottle of wine in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, five more pages to go, guys. It's uh. I'm in. I'm ready. I have strapped in. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Scotch, so by the way. In oh, this oh. one. Even worse. <laughs> well, I need to drink an old man drink. <laughs> He's got his work cut out. All right. Sorry, I'm not going to call bananas just yet if you've got five pages to go. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe two, maybe three. <laughs> Gamora still is then Huberis. And she is, her people are slaughtered by the Universal Church of Truth. So Thanos sees an opportunity. He adopts her. And just as we know, he trains her as an assassin. And right from that first issue, she is known as the most dangerous woman in the galaxy. That's who she is. Page one. But in this Never version, my wife. Thanos. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you thought she sounded angry in her Nebula impression. Right. <laughs> now, Thanos isn't just training her as a henchwoman. No, no. He needs her to fulfill a very specific purpose. He needs her to kill the Magus. And we'll talk about this more when we delve into the Thanos and Magus backstories. But the gist of it is that Thanos is the Avatar of Death. And we know this because we spoiled a card called Avatar of Death. And the Magus, a.k.a. Better Adam Warlock, is the champion of life, as chosen by the powers that be in this weird 
personification of the universe thing, whatever. It's a thing. Mm -hmm. Now, if anyone's going to halt Thanos' grand scheme, it's the Magus with his sexy locks, his athletic physique, and his unparalleled charisma. Thanos obviously can't compete with that hair, so he trains Gamora for that purpose. So, unsurprisingly, Gamora fails. The Magus is far too cunning and good-looking to fall for her tricks. I mean, have you seen his eyes? Oh my! They're like they are like a solar flare at the beach. Oh, <laughs> so, so Thanos has to team up with that. It's really going after the hair this week. Don't worry. Now that you're old, it's all gonna fall out. I, so Thanos has a, Steve. This is so. This is so mean of Mike. It is. Very I'm just a young kid with hair. He says to his two bald like, co-hosts. You guys have to know the joke. Jeez. I don't know if the listeners will get it if they haven't seen the album art. They should get this one. Oh, they yeah. should. Yeah. Okay. They, they yeah. do. They got so, it. <laughs> so Thanos has her team up with Adam Warlock, a.k.a. Less Sexy less sexy Magus, to keep tabs on him, but also to keep her away from Thanos because he suspects that she might not appreciate his grand scheme. Mm-hmm. What's his grand scheme, you might ask? What's Mike, his what's grand his grand scheme? scheme? There you go. Total stellar genocide. What? Oh, yeah. He's trying to court death. Like, literally. Uh, right. Like, the concept of death or who, the personification of yeah. death, right? Yeah. 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 She's She left him, so he's trying to get back in her good graces, killing absolutely everyone and everything. Sure. That that tracks. Yeah. Now, naturally, okay. Gamora finds out about this. And uh, naturally, she doesn't like it because, um, well, she lives there. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that that's where we as the villains lose Gamora. And uh, for the next 40-ish years, she's gallivanting with heroes. There's a romance with Richard Ryder. There's the Guardians of the Galaxy. But we didn't talk to we didn't come here to talk about those hero stories. So let's skip over that nonsense. Oh, but there is one story piece I need to talk about. Uh, it becomes important later. Gamora dies during her early adventures with Adam Warlock. Kind of. See, her, Adam, and Pip the Troll all die in a war against Thanos. But Adam saves them by absorbing their souls into the soul gem. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should have mentioned that up front. Um, Adam's got the soul gem stuck in his forehead, and it hungers for the souls of his enemies. He's in this constant battle of wills against the thing because it's, he describes it as vampiric. When he beats people up, the soul gem sometimes takes over and steals their soul. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's when he goes all like dark, right? Uh, that's that's a piece of it, but that that's a later episode. I really want to talk about that episode. Oh my gosh, have you see, you've seen the pictures? Oh, I can't wait to get to the Magus episode. We'll get there. I'm doing. We'll right. get there. Yep. As long as you get to talk about hair more. Yeah. Oh. So fast forward to 2018. Gamora has been derping around with the likes of Star Lord and Groot and talking Roadkill, and she's come to realize <laughs> that a piece of her has never left the soul gem. It's been stuck there since way back when. And uh, even though she's been totally okay for 40 years now, it's now she's going to start really obsessing over it because a piece of her is missing. Now that she knows it's there, it's bugging her. So she begins working her own little side scheme while the Guardians are doing derpy things. Hey, remember a while back when I told the story of how those Infinity Gems shattered and were reborn? Yes. When was that? When was that? <sighs> Maybe Power Stone? Was that the Power Stone issue? Yeah, it must have been the Power Stone issue. So this is the storyline where they're starting to be rediscovered. Gamora convinces the Guardians to collect and guard the Power Stone with the intention of trading it to the Collector for information on where to find the Soul Stone. 
but she doesn't get that far because Kang and Adam Warlock already have the Soul Stone because they have their own little deal where they're working together to try to get Kang the Time Stone. Got it? Well, I yeah. thought Adam Warlock was a good guy. But he wants he made the deal so he could get the Soul Stone back. So they're kind of in cahoots. But then there's this fight. And in that fight, Drax touches the Soul Stone and he feels the corruption of it. And so he punches Gamora to keep her from seeing it and then runs away with Kang and Adam. And just like bananas, they split. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, you oh. thought I'd get through a whole backstory without bananas? You were sorely mistaken. <laughs> so Gamora wants to follow them. The remaining Guardians do not. So she leaves the group. And why am I bringing up this story? This is an origin story. It's because this is where we see her re-descent into evil. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So we've been here before. How do you reclaim your place as the universe's most dangerous woman? Step one, you kidnap a dwarf and force him to upgrade your gear. I'm having deja vu, Mike. Step one, kidnap a dwarf. Kidnap one of those dwarfs. This is actually why Nebula does it. It, She's copying what Gamora does. Uh, But Nebula only got a weapon. Gamora gets body armor and a new sword, and she embeds the power stone into it. Oh, and and she kills the dwarf, too. Dude! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's uncool. Third time a dozen. Yeah. So step two is uh, get yourself a cool new costume. She gets herself a black hood. And, uh, oh, you might as well be, since we're being dark and broody, let's come up with this emo name. We'll call her Requiem. It's all, you know, dark and brooding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Step three, wait for all the wielders of the Infinity Stones to meet up, because they're going to decide what to do with them, and then kill them and take the stones. In all seriousness, she stabs Star-Lord through the chest. Dang. Uh, Yeah. He has it coming, though. Mm, Kind of, yeah. Well, it was probably the third encounter card he drew that turn. Right. (laughs) It was Gamora. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, it, it takes him a while to get over that. You know, some yeah. some some hurts hurt longer than others. Yeah, you know, after that yeah. that long, you know, colleagues, core group of the guardians for her to just nope, give me that. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a thing. So it's actually a little rude to be honest. Yeah, a little. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she flips hard on this one when she's got her mindset on something. Yeah, she is the universe's most dangerous woman. So one might ask, um, what's her plan? Mike, what's your plan? Yeah, yeah. Step four, <laughs> bananas. Fold the universe in half and shove it inside the soul gem. Oh, yeah. So a basic little idea. Okay. Just a basic little idea. And it, in doing so, she merges souls together. And then you get a whole new series of weird comics called Ghost Panther and Iron Hammer and Soldier Supreme. And there's Green Widow and Weapon Hex. and it's all cool. cool. It's all weird. So <laughs> there's this parasitic being inside the soul gem called Devandra, and that's responsible for the soul gem's hunger. It devours souls. This is what's been causing the soul gem to be all vampiric and demand people's souls. It's, it's got this parasite in it. So Gamora's plan is to satiate Devandra's hunger by putting everyone in the soul gem. Devandra will destroy everything in her warped universe, and then she'll rebuild the universe from scratch, but without any suffering. Eh? Eh? Well, that sounds good. 
worked really good for Melkor and Shelob too. <laughs> okay, yeah. What would you expect from a so-called hero-turned-villain? Look who she's been hanging out with these past few decades. Nobody can subject themselves to that level of brain damage and walk away without a scratch. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. So, you know, that's her thing. And because it's Gamora and she's, you know, part hero, she's she's not perfect. Of course, she gets taken down. But guess who saves the day? Was it Star-Lord? Nah. No, be Nebula. Was, was it Nebula? It wasn't even Nebula. Ugh. Was it Adam? No, it wasn't little Adam. It was Loki. Yeah, Loki. It was Loki. Loki gets a band together. He discovers that, hey, you know what? If Gamora made this new universe, it's got to have infinity gems in it. So there's a whole bunch of infinity gemness. And long and short of it is Gamora, you know, gets defeated and she has her own little, her own little takedown. And, you know, since then it's been well, a little bit of strife with the Guardians. And that story's still ongoing. So she's she's around. She's what do you think, Vardane? Mainly hero side now. We lost her again. Uh, um, she probably flipped back to hero. Yeah, probably. Okay, she still got some strife with the Guardians. That whole. So you know, wait, in the comics currently, is she good or bad? I think she's good, but she doesn't have the same friends. I see. And is she as complicated as this in the movies? Oh no, not at all. No. No. <laughs> she's straight up good in the movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, she's well Yeah. Well, well I mean by the time the movie starts, she's already turned good. Okay. Yeah, there's like a flashback to her, you know, kind of being bad at one point. Um mm-hmm. but even then it, she's trying to prevent Thanos from getting his hands on the gems. So Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's only three movies and there's fifty years of comics, so <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, that was so cool. That's that's Gamora. I mean, she was a villain for literally those stories and the rest of it, whatever. But uh, there you have it. So she can turn on a dime, which I think is apt, given how she performs in this game, which we shall see if we uh, should we go ahead and look at some cards. Yeah, thanks, Mike. That was a good story. I, I, that was awesome, I, have, Mike. A, I have a new appreciation for Gamora as the villain. So mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And it wasn't even that banana. Well, it has it had its banana rama moments. It had yes, it has the odd moment where it's just wait what? <laughs> I mean, folding universes in half and yeah, I mean, Iron Hammer is a thing now. This yeah. weird little techno guy who happens to come from Asgard and is in an iron suit. Sure, why not? Why not? So this set one obligation, five cards, four by title. Let's do it. That's right. Let's do it. All right, Daniel, kick it off. I'm going to read the obligation. Inferiority complex. This is Nebula's obligation. Give to the Nebula player. You may flip to alter ego. Choose. Exhaust your alter ego and remove inferiority complex from the game. Standard. Or choose and discard two technique upgrades you control. If no upgrade was discarded this way, this card gains surge. Discard this obligation. And it's got two boost icons. Standard. Yeah, the exhaust your alter ego is standard, right? Mm-hmm. And get it get it out of the game. Yep. Or get rid of something that your deck requires two right. technique upgrades, and it has to be two. Has right? to be two. Has to be yep. two or surge. So now I'm assuming in most cases you're going to alter ego because she likes to flip back and forth. I, I was right? gonna say I always go to alter ego because I like it there. Yeah, with her too. It's you know it's not bad and. You might not even have any techniques out, so you might not have much of a 
you know, you know, you're just going to surge. Yeah, she wants to flip. So, eh. oh, props for the card title, inferiority complex. That that is Nebula to a T. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the art. The uh, I'll just mention now the art in this whole set is nice. It's very matches the Nebula art. So it must all be from the same time period and whatnot. Because we've seen mm-hmm. in way waylaid. Um, Gamora wearing the same armor that she has an inferiority complex. So mm-hmm. yes, yeah. yeah. It's also five cards. All of them depict female females in this world with art that I'm not embarrassed to show my daughters. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yep. true. And you I know? want to say this is armor post maybe around 2012. Yeah, don't don't show the 2008 one. That's still embarrassing. But the the more modern run starts with her in this armor and it's yeah much more yeah uh, and, and a couple of these cards are from comics and some are from the same um artist duo of javier Minya and eduardo petrovic so they really capture it they like yeah like this is tasteful and nice art of comic book females yeah so appreciate that definitely appreciate that but yeah this obligation i I always flipped all three go and pitch it. Yep. I guess maybe if you had, if you only have one technique left, right, you can choose the bottom one. Yeah, and right. Well, well no, because you have to get rid of two. Okay. It's okay. two or zero, and sometimes you know, I I spend a lot of time defending with Nebula, so I guess you can't you could be exhausted. Exhausted. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So just thinking here, weirdest situation. Let's say you're already you're already exhausted. Okay. This comes out, and you have one technique in play. What happens? You discard this card, and it surges. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because it doesn't say discard up to two techniques. Right. It is yep. two. Or it's two or nothing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about the star of the show. This yeah. Is new, right. Yeah. Now, Mike, you get to read this card because oh, it's the nemesis, fun. and you did the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> this is. <laughs> get me another drink. <laughs> two scheme, two attack, badass artwork. Hey, speaking of artwork, the story I gave for Nebula, where uh, she was, she had that horn that called the Falgar. Yes. The toenail ship armada. Yep. Uh, this art is from that comic. This one and a later one, uh, Lethal Weapon, directly pulled out of that comic, and it's gorgeous artwork. So is this the scene when Gamora shows up to fight Nebula, but really Gamora is an illusion from Loki? Yes, this is when so this isn't even Gamora her. then. Oh. That's right. Well, when it was Gamora yeah. enough for Nebula, it right. definitely was. Right. Two scheme, two attack, elite and outlaw traded. Yes, Gamora is an outlaw on this one. Six hit points, three boost icons. Wow. Mm. Mm. Forced interrupt. When this minion would enter play, discard the Gamora ally from play. That's fun on its own because there is a Gomorrah ally that anyone can put in their deck. And then the forced response after Gomorrah attacks and damages you, choose and discard an upgrade you control. Not a technique, Ouch. an upgrade. Oh. Which, yeah. there, there is a thematic win here. Uh, she has a little uh, one-night stand with Tony Stark at one point that doesn't go well. <laughs> uh, I could see her just taking apart his armor one by oh. one with this attack. Yeah, she's pretty good for ne- Nemesis. So, if she had Quick Strike, she'd be better. But we always say that. Yeah, yeah, because she does have to damage you. That's the thing. So right? you can't, ch- you can't chomp. 
Um, she's only two attacks. You might have some decent armor where you could prevent the attack from actually damaging you. She's not villainous, so she doesn't get a boost. Um, but in theory, she seems fun that she's going to take away your your bits and pieces. So yeah, I really wish she had quick strike, but that yeah. would be too much. But I mean, she does remove. So in Nebula's set, her signature ally is Gamora. So when this minion comes into play, the friendly yeah. one goes away. Yeah, then. Th- that's the case in both. So, I will point out that Gamora minion has twice the hit points of Gamora ally. Just saying, if you want to know oh. it's like the bread to butter. Yeah. Finally, finally, FFG getting it right. Let's tell Mustafa about that. I'm sure we'll so, find some other thing to complain about. So. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. So she's an outlaw like her sister. Yeah, I not a scoundrel. Though. an outlaw as well, right? She's a scoundrel. Oh, she's a sc- wait. Oh yeah, yeah we I, had talked about how scoundrels and outlaws are the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. And she's elite. So if you're playing, we haven't talked about critical encounters house rules in a long time, but guard protects her as well. Yeah, I have to admit, I haven't used the house rules in a long time since guardians. Uh, <laughs> since the game so got hard. <laughs> yes. Since, the, <laughs> since yeah. the game became challenging, yeah. um, I haven't used those either. Um, yeah. Yeah. Though I feel like maybe because I haven't had the opportunity, but I feel like I've never canceled Shadow of the Past. I mean, there's but only maybe, a few yeah. options out there to do it with anyway. True. So, but, yeah. so maybe it's just the opportunity. Has, but I'd like to say that I'm adhering to the house rules. Yeah. I stopped using them out of self-preservation. <gasps> Nicely done, Steve. What are, you, what, what are you talking about? It sounds like a segue. It is. Oh. Self-preservation is the side <laughs> scheme in this set. We both did what we had to do in order to survive. Why won't you let it go, Gamora? Nebula gets minus one thwart, minus one attack, and minus one defense. Gamora gets plus one attack, and her attacks gain piercing. Oh, two threat per yeah. player and two boost icons. Piercing with that fourth response? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're both coming out at the same time. Yep. <laughs> and Nebula's defense goes down, so it's even easier to damage her. Yeah. Yeah. This is a fun one because of the interaction. You know, it, with Nebula and Gamora, it's very specific to the set. But if you can kill off the Gamora minion and then play the Gamora ally, you just got a boost on the ally. Oh, that's true. As oh, far as right. still minus one everything, but... That's a good idea, Steve. Players yeah. should always do that. There won't be any repercussions. Nope. Not, none at all. None. Players, pro tip from the villains. Yep. Hey, who's next? Well, wait, wait. What if... <laughs> I'm playing wow, Mike. <laughs> what if I'm playing Nebula and Mike, you're playing Gamora and we get Shadow of the Past and I'm supposed to play the Gamora minion? What happens is the minion can't come into play because the minion says discard the Gamora ally from play, but not the hero. So okay. you would shuffle the set into the deck, you would reveal self preservation, and then it would surge. Okay, and then you've just given the Gamora player a boost. See? Wow, what a great tactic. You guys yeah. should totally do that. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, I don't know about you, but it sounds like Mike's being sarcastic. I think he's on step three of a five-part plan here. So <laughs> He's already kidnapped the dwarf, and he's moving on. So. Wow, yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of moving on, lethal weapon is an attachment that grants a plus one attack. It is weapon traded, attached to Gamora, if you cannot, attached to the villain. Hero action, discard an upgrade you control 
to discard this attachment. Huh. And it has two boost icons. So weirdly, weirdly, Danny Glover is not in the art. I'm too old for this language. <laughs> okay, but look at that art. That it's is cool. that's the illusion. That's the illusion sword name. going through Nebula, right? Nebula C. And that's why she just stands there whimpering at the end of that comic. Oh, pobrecita. Yeah. So this uh, attaches to Gamora. Could be the hero. Could be an ally. Yeah. So let, why not? Give your give your Gamora plus two attack. Yeah. There you Perfect. Go. Beautiful. I, I see a, a theme here where we were discussing how Nebula's set just helps Gamora out. Like, poor Nebula. Yes. Just makes her sister better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, does it? It doesn't work the other way around. No. Nope. Sure doesn't. This is great. Mm. Oh, there's there's one more card here. Hang on. Uh, this is a treachery called Old Rivals. Oh, and there's two of these. Okay. When revealed, Gamora attacks you. If no attack was made this way, this card gains surge. If the Gamora hero or ally is in play, she resolves her attack against you without exhausting. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> one boost icon. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that so much. Yeah. That is so much fun. So you should totally play the Gamora ally and put the energy spear on her with that plus two attack. Yeah, really, you really load her up. Weapon for three and then the self preservation for four. She'd be hitting you for six piercing without exhausting. And God. And then someone else could reveal it. Oh, this is great. Here's a question for you um, Does the ally take consequential damage from this if she doesn't exhaust yes she would right yeah i she think because she's attacked yeah she would right yeah. okay yeah. yep so it, it could kill off your ally too it could kill your ally <laughs> that you worked really hard to make wonderful oh it's so oh good. my god mike yeah. read the flavor text this was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> i feel like nebula would say that quote in this case very differently <laughs> yeah Yep. This was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, this, um, this is such a fun card. Like, oh, it's just if, so many Gam levels, right? Yeah, in yeah. a multiplayer uh, game, if Gamora's on the table, or if you have your ally out, I mean, it it does prevent you from it. It might prevent a player from playing the Gamora ally, knowing these are still in the deck, right? You might like, ah, I'm not going to put her out because I don't want to get attacked by her. So. And Gamora's really green, right? Oh, yes. This art makes it look like she sort of spray-painted her face while wearing goggles. Um, so there's no, the art they, next to it. The, the really? Zenhu Barris just have the yellow oh, eyes. Yeah. The whole race. They, they have yellow eyes? Well, the yellow around the eyes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, every art does that. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it yeah. carries through. Yeah, it's, it's okay. very pronounced in the old Rivals card, though. Yeah, but that that's not the case in the movies, right? No, no, I don't think they she's do. like all green. She's all green. Yeah. Okay. Dude, she well, just looks so badass in this art. It's just what a fun set, eh? Yeah. yeah. I I I think it works well as a nemesis to Nebula too, because it's targeting her techniques and her upgrades and her stats, uh, and then it's just making her sister that much better. Yes. Which thematically, just you know, it yeah, really works. <laughs> it works. It works. Hits it out of the park theme wise for this. Oh my goodness, we we've got to do our next our next our next playthrough where one of us is Nebula, one of us is Gamora. Oh yeah, I'll take Gamora. Totally. And then I want Nebula, and then Mike, 
you gotta or Steve, you gotta be Star Lord holding it all together. Get stabbed in the back by both of you. Yes. Okay. He's gonna get old rivals every time. He's got both of them in front of him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones he's gonna keep drawing to like get his stuff out. Yep. Or I could draw <laughs> I could draw all the other ones from Gamora's set where like the, the cards focus on her, they don't focus on yeah. me. You know, yeah. you, you hand them over or something. Yep. No, I just love the idea of Mike continually stabbing you in the back uh-huh. the entire yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> As we play against Rhino and the Cree Militants. <laughs> Good idea. So that's happening, folks. That will happen. That'll be our next our next gameplay video. So if you had to rate it, Daniel. Oh, God, this is an A for sure. It, it's an A+. Plus. It's yeah. so good. I, I like Gamora a lot. I just think it's so good. It's an A+. Plus. The fun factor is so awesome. You know what? I might actually give it an A+. Plus. I might meet you, Mike, because it's such a theme win. Yeah. The cards themselves are maybe A, A-, minus, but just story-wise, it's so good. So good. How about you, Steve? What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think you guys are right. I don't. It's been 95 issues. Have you not figured out? I never grade. I never say anything definitive. Because then you can't hold me to it later. Well, that doesn't mean we don't ask you. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I just have to dodge the question then. Yeah. You're an artful dodger. Hmm. Well, Steve, how do the good people find us? Yeah. Do you have a sibling worthy of a rivalry? We want to know. And tell us why you have that rivalry. You can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We're Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Took. Please look for our survey that's out there. Send us your villainous quotes or sound bites for our 100th issue that is coming up fast. You still have a couple weeks left. So if you like our show, tell your friends. And if you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Gamora, take us out. There's only one most dangerous woman in the galaxy, and that's me.